Hello, and welcome to the Friday Night Author Roundtable. I'm your host, Chris Baker, and during the next half hour, we'll be speaking with several very talented authors about their newly released books, what their inspiration was for creating their unique stories, and why it would be a great book to read and share with your friends and family. Of course, I think it's a great way to get kids interested in books and reading is to, to read them to them when they're young. And interesting stories uh, are always a great way to, to spark the imagination. And when those stories have a great life lesson, I think uh, it's all the better for kids. And this next book on the Friday Night Author Roundtable, I think, uh, touches on all those points. The book is called The Little Blue Bowl Weevil by author David Kennedy from Christian Faith Publishing. David, thanks for being on the show. Thank you for having me. Now tell everybody a, a little bit about this story. Well, it's a simple uh, story that about prayer and the importance of friendship, and it's about a bull weevil and a grasshopper. And the uh, bull weevil is very unhappy with his situation and wants a new start. And he prays every day for the new start. However, nothing's happening. So the Lord gives him blessings every day, but he doesn't notice them until one day his friend Gordy the grasshopper stops by and shows Azul the bull weevil the uh, blessings the Lord has given him and how to utilize them for his new start. So they work together and utilize the blessings, and uh, the outcome is beyond expectations for the little blue bow weevil. Now, what inspired this story? Where did this kind of come from? Well, I was playing golf one day, and as usual, I was in the woods looking for my golf ball, and I saw a bow weevil and a grasshopper in the woods on a leaf, and I just came home and jotted down the outline. It just kind of came to me. And it didn't take probably an hour to get the outline done and then a couple of months to finish the book. And I had written it for my great-nephew who was born in 2012. Now, if you could say you have a, like a target audience, like an age range that uh, are going to enjoy this book the most, uh, what ages do you think uh, this book is targeted for? Well, sure, probably a K to fifth grade. And not only the children, but I want the parents to read it also. I've had a few parents at my church read it, and uh, they've told me it helps... Uh, it helps them get through the day, helps them get rid of the tunnel vision of everyday life, and uh, they're able to see the blessings of God. Now, how was it working with Christian Faith Publishing to be able to, to see this book come to life and to be able to, to share this and, and spread this message? Well, it was wonderful. Absolutely wonderful. I mean, it was, they're very professional, very kind, very courteous, and it was an absolute thrill just to see each, each uh, process done. Now, is this something you'd like to maybe uh, do again, maybe a follow-up to this, turn this into a series? Do you have anything planned for the future? Well, I've got another book that we're uh, currently working on. It should be released in a couple of months. And uh, there will be a sequel to this book, but when, I'm not really sure. Oh, excellent. Well, we look forward to, to, to all you have uh, lined up. Now, Now, this book, The Little Blue Bull Weevil, when when kids read it and, you know, even like you said, you know, parents reading it to kids uh, can learn a lot as well. Uh, what do you hope is the most important message that comes across to the reader when, when they get finished reading this book? Well, the uh, power of prayer, the importance of friendship, and that no matter who you are or what your situation is, you're always known and loved by God. Well, those are uh, powerful messages that I think, like you said earlier, uh, not just kids need to hear that, but but adults as well. And I think adults reading this to kids and kids reading this themselves uh, are going to learn that and a whole lot more with this book. The book is called The Little Blue Bull Weevil by author David Kennedy from Christian Faith Publishing. I encourage everyone, pick up your copy today. Uh, you can do that at Amazon.com, Barnes & Noble, iTunes, uh, online, as well as at the brick-and-mortar stores. Those are just a, a few of the locations. And David, thanks for being on the show. Thank you for having me, Chris.
For anyone who's ever wondered about uh, what, what our kids are really being taught in, in our nation's schools, I think this next book is going to be eye-opening. The book is called Escape from Uncle Sam's Plantation by author Ed Temple from Christian Faith Publishing. Ed, thank you for being on the show. You're welcome, Chris. I appreciate you having me on. Now tell everybody a, a, a bit about this book. I started teaching in the Christian school system about two years ago, and I have been teaching in various public schools in three different states. What I figured out was that there are some things that are becoming very disturbing in the schools, and, and the book is my experiences in those schools, as well as the research connected to what's going on in schools and the value of school choice. Now, what made you decide to take you know all this experience of research you had done and, and put this into a book and share this? Where, where did that uh, process kind of start? Uh, well, to be honest with you, the last few years of uh, teaching in the public school, we're becoming more and more, I believe they're not anti-Christian students and the teachers alike, and the things that were going on in the school, uh, besides the morality issues, where the issues with, uh, for example, scripted education, they were little by little uh, having us uh, all teach the same thing, uh, even, I mean, they got us down to the minute, where for 15 minutes you teach this, and for 15 minutes you do this, and so on, and so it became an environment where learning was only for the test, and uh, not, not to get kids ready for the real world. And so when I got to the Christian school, I said I felt it immoral for me not to speak out. Now, how was it working with Christian Faith Publishing to be able to to finally be able to to get this out there and to be able to share your experience? Well, to be honest with you, I, I believe that this book is uh, was inspired by the Holy Spirit because I had no intention before getting involved in writing this book. I never thought of myself as an author, although I enjoyed writing this, and I'll probably write another. And Christian Faith has been very kind and easy to work with, and uh, I have been blessed to work with them because they are very quick to respond, and they're easy to work with, and, and uh, they don't try to change what you're doing. They just try to tell you, okay, this is this is what we need to correct. Now, is this something where we might see a follow-up to this down the road, or do you have any other things you'd like to write about in the future? In the future, I was thinking about, because uh, I also coach, there's two, two things that I'm uh, pretty good at, and that's teaching and coaching. And so I think they're kind of two of the same thing. I have been thinking about writing a, uh, a book about coaching, because one thing I know about coaching is players, which are also students, are very much influenced by their coach, and in many ways more than their teachers. And so I, I think a, a book about coaching might do a lot of good in terms of steering people to know why it is so important to choose the right coaches, and then as a coach, uh, doing the right thing so that you know that what you're doing has a huge impact on the lives that you are coaching. Now, this book, uh, Escape from Uncle Sam's Plantation, uh, which I imagine everybody who has a, a child in, in the school system, and even those who don't, uh, really, like I said, going to be an eye-opening book. But what do you hope is the most important message that gets across to the reader when they read this book? Well, the biggest thing about the book is, I, like I said, I was um, thoroughly inspired to write the book because people need to know what goes on. They need to know what's going on inside these schools. What doesn't make the news? It is appalling. I, I'll give you an example. I had I had a kid uh, that was in our school. He had pulled a knife on a kid and pulled a gun on a kid in the same day. That never even made the news. Uh, we, we were afraid uh, as teachers to come out of the building and not be shot at. Never made the news. Uh, you know, there, there were the only time it made the news is if there was a funeral. You would never think that these kind of things happen as everyday life in public schools. But besides that, there's a whole slew of other problems going on that people need to be aware of that they're not because for whatever reason the media uh, is afraid to report it because I've offered them I said you know I'll let you come into school with me and 
you, you can observe for yourself. And they were afraid to do that. They wouldn't come in. I think this is going to be a perfect vehicle to really, like I said, open eyes to what is going on in our schools. The book is called Escape from Uncle Sam's Plantation by author Ed Temple from Christian Faith Publishing. I encourage everyone to pick up your copy today, Amazon.com. Barnes & Noble, iTunes online, as well as at the brick and mortar stores. Those are just a, a few of the locations. And Ed, thank you for being on the show. Thank you so much for having me on, Chris. I appreciate it. Our next book on the Friday Night Author Roundtable, one of those books I think everybody's going to be able to relate to and learn from. The book is called 10 Things I Wish I'd Known When I Was Younger, A Christian Life Perspective by author Robert D. Smith Jr. from Christian Faith Publishing. Robert, thanks for being on the show. You're welcome, Chris. Thank you for having me. Now, tell everybody a, a bit about this book. Uh, sure, Chris. Uh, well, my goal was simply to to present a compelling case for Christianity and for the authority and accuracy of the Bible, and, and in doing so to influence non-believers toward belief and believers toward a greater commitment and obedience to God's Word. I did this through 10 important life lessons I've learned in my personal journey from a non-belief to where I am today. And although uh, my experiences are certainly unique to me, the lessons are universal. So uh, lesson one kind of starts things off by presenting, in my opinion, strong scientific and historical evidence for the existence of God. You know, people say they'll believe in God if he proves he exists. Well, I contend that he has. Lesson two goes on to talk about turning that knowledge of God into a relationship with him. And lesson three is about uh, the nature of faith, its source and its growth within us. And then the remaining seven lessons deal with what I call products of increasing and deeper faith, such as a clear understanding of right and wrong, contentment with whatever life brings, a desire to dedicate ourselves to kingdom work, a closer relationship with God, and a confidence in his timeless and perfect word. Now, what inspired you to, to take these life lessons you had learned and, and put this in a book and to share this with everyone? Where, where did that kind of start? Well, I think it started out with some uh, revelations that I had several years ago about the true scientific and historical accuracy of the Bible. Those were the initial inspiration. I had grown up in public school, and uh, I, I had some doubts about certain aspects of the Bible's accuracy. And uh, I certainly have dedicated a couple of the lessons to deal with the total authority and accuracy of the Bible. But there are other things, you know, uh, many in the, in the generations following mine are abandoning Christianity because they don't trust what the Bible says. In my experience with uh, that situation, with faith struggles, pursuit of earthly goals, self-absorption, not putting God's first in my life, all of those provided inspiration for some of the additional lessons in the book. Now, if you're looking at like a target reader that you want to, to see this book yeah, get into the hands I, of, who, who would that be? Well, the target reader, frankly, is anyone who can read, <laughs> in my opinion, because as the title implies, these are, these are lessons learned. You don't have to learn them early. I, I wish I would have learned them earlier, but I learned them when I did. And uh, no matter where your age or where your face stands, um, as long as we're, as the book says, on this side of the grass or flame, there's still time to learn and grow in faith and in Christian maturity. So really, I don't see any particular target audience as many people who, uh, who care to uh, grow in the Christian faith from non-belief to Christian maturity. That's who the target audience is. Now, how was it working with Christian Faith Publishing to be able to, to, to share this message? Um, I, had a, I had a good experience with Christian Faith Publishing. My uh, book advisor was very uh, prompt, courteous, and thorough uh, in answering my questions. And I think the proof is in the final product. It looks good. It reads good. And uh, I think it was a very good experience for me to work with Adam and the folks at CFP. Now, do you have anything uh, new you're working on? Anything, uh, any projects uh, set for the future? Well, uh, music is always my priority. I just finished up a, a wonderful uh, project with some 
talented, talented musicians in Nashville, Tennessee called Together by Design. These very talented musical production team took my original songs, in my opinion, to a to a new level. I do have a music website for anybody that's interested, messagesongs.com with a hyphen between message and songs and you'll find out more about music there. Now, when people read 10 Things I Wish I'd Known When I Was Younger, what, what do you hope is the most important uh, message or, or the most important thing they gain from, from reading about your experience? It depends on where you stand in your, in your Christian faith journey. If, if you're a non-believer, believe. If you're a believer, recommit, rededicate yourself uh, to God's work, because you're not guaranteed tomorrow, let alone your next breath. And so I believe he wants everyone out there doing his work and, uh, and bringing others to a knowledge of him, to acceptance of him, and to work for him. Well, I think from, from non-believers to believers, everybody's going to gain a lot from this. The book is called 10 Things I Wish I'd Known When I Was Younger, A Christian Life Perspective by author Robert D. Smith, Jr. From Christian Faith Publishing, I encourage everyone, get your copy today. Amazon.com, Barnes & Noble, iTunes Online, as well as at the brick-and-mortar stores. And those are just a, a few of the locations. And Robert, thank you for being on the show. You're quite welcome, Chris. Thank you for having me. When reading about this next book, one of the most compelling things I read was uh, this line. It does not take a village to raise a child. It only takes two married parents. And I think that's kind of at the heart of this next book on the Friday Night Author Roundtable. The book is called Killing a Colored Man's Pedigree, a chronicled expose on the endangered species, the black American family. And of course, this is up by author Michael Harrison from Christian Faith Publishing. Michael, thank you for being on the show. Thank you, Chris. Thank you for having me. Now, tell everybody uh, a little bit about your book. Um, well, my book is about um, the black community and all the problems that are caused in the black community. And I think the root and soul and specific cause of all the problems of crime, bad education, poverty, and everything is because um, over 70% of black children are raised in homes by single women with no father, no man present. And I think that's the root cause of all the problems that we have in the black community. Now, what inspired you to, to write this book? Did, did you draw, were you able to draw from any of your own personal uh, experiences or, or what kind of started this book? Uh, yeah, absolutely. It, it is kind of personal because I grew up without my father. Uh, my parents were married, but of course they were um, divorced when I was quite young, about two, two or three years old. And uh, growing up without my father, it caused me a lot of um, emotional problems. And I went through a lot of bad behavior, the typical stereotypical acting out getting in trouble and things of that nature. And I, when I became married, I did not want, not want my children to grow up the same way. And I, that pretty much inspired me to write this book. Now, I have to imagine this is this kind of book that uh, you'd like to see get into everyone's hands. But if you could say like a, a particular target audience, who, who do you think is the, the reader that you really want uh, this book to get in the hands of and to, to affect their life? Who, who do you think that would be? Well, the specific target audience, of course, obviously would be um, unmarried black women or people in the black community, but I think it's something that would be useful for everyone, anyone that plans to have children. How was it working with Christian Faith Publishing to be able to, to get this book published and to be able to, to spread this message and get this out there? It was great working with Christian Faith. They were, um, they were very helpful, inspiring, and they walked me through the process. They gave me the opportunity, and um, you know, I, I really enjoyed it. Now, this book, Killing a Colored Man's Pedigree, when people read this at the end of the day, what do you hope is the most important message? I mean, I think it, it probably is kind of a little self-explanatory, but but what, what would you say there's a, a, an overall message that you hope is driven home with this book? What, what would that be? Um, I guess the overall message is the, in the black community, the only people that can solve our problems are 
us people in the black community, not politicians or, or any type of handout government programs. It's, it's specifically the black community. We um, change our behavior and the way that we raise our families and bring back the tradition of the traditional family. We can uh, overcome a lot of our problems and solve a lot of our unhealthy illnesses and bad behavior. Well, I think this is a, a, going to be a great book, an amazing book, because, uh, you know, in our nation, uh, you know, uh, so many families are, are broken. And I think this is really going to uh, open a lot of eyes. And I encourage everyone, pick up your copy today. The book is called Killing a Colored Man's Pedigree, a chronicled expose of an endangered species, the Black American Family, by author Michael Harrison from Christian Faith Publishing. Get your copy today, Amazon.com, Barnes & Noble, iTunes, online, as well as at the brick-and-mortar stores. Those are just a, a few of the locations. And, Michael, thank you for being on the show. Thank you so much, Chris. I really appreciate it. Of course, we all want the best for children, and a great way to, to help them develop is helping them with the decision-making processes and, and learning to make the right choices. And I think this next book on the Friday Night Author Roundtable is going to uh, be a great tool for that. The book is called Jungle Walk by author L. Ray Deaton from Christian Faith Publishing. Thank you for being on the show. You're quite welcome. Thanks. Now, tell everybody a, a little bit about this book. It's a poem. It was written in the Actually, half of it was written maybe 15, 20 years ago and for my granddaughter, and she was not much interested in it, so I filed it. And then a couple of years ago, ago some of my friends were, had published books, children's books, and they said I should finish this and get it published. Now, how was it uh, to be able to take you know this this uh, this poem and, and turn it into a book and and you know that you that you had uh, done for your granddaughter. How was it to be able to to take this and and share share it with everybody? What, how how was that process as an author to be able to to make that leap from from taking something personal to to sharing it with everyone? It was a very interesting experience. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed being able to think that other children will benefit from reading the book or having it read to them. Now, what's kind of like your target uh, age group? Who who do you think is going to be uh, the age group that's going to really get the most out of this and enjoy this book the most? Probably six to ten-year-old. Now, how was it working with Christian Faith Publishing to be able to take this book and, and, and see it come to life uh, on the page? Uh, how was it working with them? They did an excellent job. They were uh, quite helpful. Now, is this something you'd like to do again, maybe a, a follow-up to this, or do you have anything else you're working on in the future? Well, I've written another book that is ready for publication, but I haven't decided who to publish it. My experience in, in life was at the Kennedy Space Center. And so my next book, again, is a children's book that aimed at teenagers who circled the moon. And it was a narrative of the Apollo 8 mission. Oh, excellent. Well, we look forward to that. Now, this book, Jungle Walk, when kids read it or parents reading it to their kids, uh, what do you hope is the most important lesson and the most important message that comes across with this book? I think just reading it to the children, that, that by itself is, is rewarding. I think this book is going to be a, a great uh, great book for, like you said, uh, you know, uh, for parents to get involved with their kids and, and read with and to their kids. And, and of course, a, a great message as well. And I think every parent needs to pick this book up for their kids. The book is called Jungle Walk by author L. Ray Deaton from Christian Faith Publishing. You can get your copy today, Amazon.com, Barnes & Noble, iTunes, online, as well as at the brick-and-mortar stores. And uh, thank you for being on the show. You're quite welcome. Thanks for the interview.
Now on the Friday Night Author Roundtable, of course, we got to talk last year with an author about a, a, one of the books I, I was really excited to find out more about, and, and it's it's turned into a series, and uh, again, really excited about all of these books, and we're going to kind of, we're going to go into some particulars, but to kind of get an overview on this, uh, the books are called Proverbs in Clear English and uh, One Gospel in Clear English, and uh, the author is Ron Bannock from Christian Faith Publishing. Uh, Ron, thanks for being back on the show. Yes, I'm glad to be here, Chris. Now tell everybody uh, a little bit about this series. Yes, okay. Uh, first of all, my, my background, uh, I was, uh, in my youth, I was in Catholic school, went to Catholic seminary, and uh, then switched, became an engineering graduate, studying engineering in Boston. Then I studied Judea- Judaica uh, later in college. Uh, as I was getting my master's in engineering, and then Hebrew Christianity under Fruchtenbaum for my uh, Protestant theology. And now, after 40 years as an engineer, I'm retired and have been a chaplain, a prison chaplain, for 20 years. So I'm approaching my 75th birthday and uh, still doing things for the Lord. Now, the books that I have put together uh, are uh, the two you just mentioned, One Gospel in Clear English, uh, and Proverbs in Clear English, but there is also Acts, General Epistles, and Revelation in Clear English, and uh, Paul in Clear English. So that puts together the entire New Testament, and I've also done, as you've mentioned, Proverbs in Clear English, and I'm currently working on Psalms in Clear English. So when I'm finished, uh, we'll have the complete New Testament, Proverbs and Psalms. Give everybody a little sense of uh, what they can expect from from Proverbs in clear English. Yes, the book itself is not just a series of Proverbs, it's commands within the Proverbs. There are these mysterious uh, nine concomitants, three allegories, and uh, 20 stories called homilies. So it is uh, quite a book, and what I did come away with, uh, and my overall impression from Psalms is that God's Word is timeless. There's nothing in Psalms that is not applicable today. And uh, so what God wanted of us then, He still wants us today. So what is the link between the Old and New Testament, I would say? So it's more than just a handy little book of finding what uh, the Lord has said about rulers and family and children and theology. It's... uh, all outline right here, and each person will come away, you know, with his own outlook. Having published several books with Christian Faith Publishing in this series, how's the process uh, continued with them? Well, they're easy to work with. Uh, they, we go back and forth. They're helpful. I never get any complaining. <laughs> and, you know, some of the details are kind of laborious, but it's easy doing it. Now, you have uh, a couple more books in this series uh, about to come out or, or coming out, uh, Acts, uh, General Epistles, and uh, Revelation in Clear English, and also Psalms in Clear English. Kind of give everybody a, a little bit of a, an idea what to expect uh, in the future. Yeah, uh, Acts, uh, General Epistles, and Revelation was the missing link in completing the New Testament, so I put that together. It seems a little unrelated, but uh, it does complete the New Testament. That allows me to put one gospel in a book, and uh, Paul's 14 works in a book, and that leaves what is left here. So, uh, yes, I I really like uh, doing these books, and they're 
understandable completely, and uh, it, what you don't get, the notes can, uh, and the notes are like interlinear. You don't have to go to the end of the page or the end of the book. They're right between the verses, interversical notes. So it makes it you know easy to understand. You can read it or not, or come back to it later if you chose. When when people read this collection of books in clear English, uh, what do you hope is the overall uh, message that comes across to the reader? Well, I, I hope that it, it clears up any lingering doubts they may have had in certain er- areas of Scripture so that they will know now, after reading this, that they have an understanding of what God has said. And from there on, uh, it's up to them how they want to apply this. Oh, I tell you what, I think this is a, a wonderful uh, collection of books. Of course, the Proverbs in Clear English. You can get yours today, Amazon.com, Barnes & Noble, iTunes, just a, a few of the online sources at the brick-and-mortar stores as well. Uh, Proverbs in Clear English, One Gospel in Clear English, just a couple of the books in this fantastic collection by author Ron Bannock from Christian Faith Publishing. Ron, thank you for being on the show. Thank you, Chris. It was a pleasure being here. Praise the Lord. Thank you so much for joining us for the Friday Night Author Roundtable. We'll be back next week with another great group of talented authors to discuss their books, their process, and their accomplishments. Have a great weekend, everyone.